The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Okay. So we, we, we have a little bit of a different system. We have a first come, first serve. So if you want to make a public comment, come right here and make a public comment. Well, don't everybody come at once. Just run right over there. Excuse me. Follow Officer Rozier. She will tell you where to sit. Sorry, Officer. Excuse me. Sorry. I didn't mean to make chaos for you over there. I apologize. Don't. I don't want anybody getting in trouble. Okay. We're going to go from left to right. So, Ma'am, please identify yourself and press that button right there on the, on the microphone. See that microphone right there? Press it where it turns green. So go ahead. Identify yourself. You have two minutes. My name is Sherry Burton. I'm president of Midwest City Council of Black Clubs, and I'm here in strong support of the Unified Greenway. Midwest neighborhood is a legacy neighborhood, meaning that most of us are living in homes that were purchased by our parents, grandparents, and we are so excited with that Joe Louis Greenway being the actual western border of the Neighborhood Association. So we're in strong support of that being constructed to completion as well as maintained. We are encouraged that that would help start revitalization of the area that has been without service and growth forever that I can remember. And I've been in the neighborhood, I'm in a family home that I had under my control since uh, 1976. So we're here strongly supporting and encouraging support of the council. And thank you, Honorable Council, for allowing me to speak. Thank Excellent. You. Thank you for your time. Go ahead, ma'am. I'm here to express my support for the Unified Greenway Partnership. My name is Lamanda Matthews. I'm one of the founders and CEO of Greenway Heritage Conservancy. We are a nonprofit group that is fostering community development in the 48204-48210 neighborhood, better known as Midwest, from which I am also a resident. Our neighborhood is one that has been classified as a forgotten neighborhood. When past city-led revitalization plans, business development, or community support funding programs were being launched, our neighborhood was always excluded from these advantages. Because of this lack of opportunity, our neighborhood has fallen into disrepair. When we learned of the Joe Lewis Greenway project while it was in its development stages, we were excited for the new prospects that this project would bring to our community. We advocated for the project to start in our neighborhood through community engagement and collaborations. Through our efforts, we won the right to have the first phase of the Greenway built in our community spanning from Warren Avenue to Joy Road. This project has afforded us access to green space, turned some of our blight into beauty, and has stimulated excitement throughout the community for the revitalization of our area. It will be imperative for the new path to be well-maintained. Generally, well-maintained areas enhance perceptions of security. Oh, hold, on, hold on for a minute, man. Hold on for a minute. Uh, Mr. Boke, you start the clock. Go ahead. According to a guide produced by Toronto Parks and Recreation, if maintenance tasks are ignored, a cycle of abuse is likely to occur in which legitimate users start to avoid an area as physical conditions deteriorate. 
The result is that parks can be taken over by inappropriate users and uses. We do not want our beautiful Greenway to become a hot spot for inappropriate or illegal activity. We want our residents, neighbors, and visitors to feel safe while utilizing the Greenway and encourage them to enjoy its benefits for generations to come. Please support this initiative so the Greenway will remain safe and maintained. I hope you share in our excitement for the Unified Greenway Partnership to become a reality and support the revitalization of the Midwest neighborhood. Thank you for considering this initiative and your ongoing support. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Very well said. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Identify yourself. Wow. Everybody's so far seen the same thing that I'm thinking, so I'll make it brief. My name is Crystal, and I'm with the District 3, president of the Sunnyside Block Club. I thank you for the opportunity to show my support for the Unified Greenway and Joe Lewis Greenway Path. We appreciate you acknowledging our neighborhood. It is long time coming. Definitely appreciate everything you consider. We welcome any and new all kinds of developments that you have to offer us. Please don't forget us because we are waiting for this new development and we appreciate your opportunity to acknowledge us, to um, spread it around the city as well as come back and see us once it's established. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, sir. Uh, good morning. Uh, my name is Gerald Jeter. I'm a trustee chair at the Greater Southern Baptist Church in District 7 and uh, part of the Littlefield community. And I, too, am here in support of the Joe Louis Greenway. Uh, I first became familiar with the Joe Louis Greenway because it was going directly next to my church. So I wanted to see what was going on, and I was excited about it because I thought it would be something great for the church uh, since it was directly next door. But as I learned more about the Greenway, I became excited about the Greenway without the church uh, because it's. I think it's a great project. It's going to be great for the neighborhood. This is a neighborhood that hasn't had a whole lot going on in a lot of years, and uh, people will be excited to have it. Uh, I was uh, able to attend the ribbon cutting of Phase One. It was uh, it was it was a beautiful thing, and it's supposed to come. Phase Two is supposed to be next fall, right next to my church. And again, I'm just super excited, not only for my church, but for the community and for the entire city. Uh, a project like this could be transformational for the neighborhood. I've even seen people start to clean up their yards a little bit more since the Greenway has come. It's been plenty of bright, blight removal, uh, and it gives people some, some joy in their neighborhood. It's, I think it's just going to be a great project. Uh, I think it's something that could be for generations, because I'm already talking about me and my grandson, 10-year-old grandson, going riding. We're going to do all 27 miles. We're going to ride our bikes, okay? And I'm hoping that he will grow older and his son will be able to utilize this project. I was fortunate enough to meet the Joe Lewis family, and uh, you know Joe Lewis was a Detroiter. He was a champion, and he's champ. Uh, we we are champions, and this is just going to be a great project. I had some more, but I'm gonna stop. No, well, no, that's excellent. <laughs> look, look, you had me at 27 miles. I mean, I have hard no time running two or three on the elliptical. You know, oh, well, not, not not all at once. Oh, okay. We gonna do a little bit, but it's gonna be great because I've come downtown to the to the uh yeah. the cut now it's literally in my backyard I okay mean, this is great for the community and great for the city excellent excellent, excellent. thank you so much for your testimony sir yes sir my name's willie Faison. i am a resident of district two miss callaway's district i'm here to ask for strong support from all of the council members in supporting this project 
I do know that that number looks large, but we're talking about areas sight on scene, full of blight, swimming pools, Olympic-style swimming pools full of tires, debris. Most of Detroiters have never ventured into that corridor, into that space that's going to be turned into a green space. So a lot of remediation needs to take place on that. Both projects are very important to the city of Detroit and the um, interconnected suburbs in the center of the city. It's going to create walking communities once it's done. It's going to provide a better way of life for most people that don't know right now what it is. They see what's going on, but it is going to be a major, major, major blessing to the city of Detroit and the surrounding cities and communities. It's also going to be a major blessing to the members that stick together and push this project through. Thank you so much for your testimony. I appreciate that. I think that ends public comment in the room. Okay, now we will go to our virtual public comment. Mr. Bo, how many people do we have in the queue? Mr. Chair, we have 12 individuals with their hand raised. 12. Excellent. Okay. Um, let's start with our first person. Um, identify yourself. You have two minutes. The floor is yours. Hello, my name is Todd Scott. I am the executive director for the Detroit Greenways Coalition, and we strongly support the Unified Greenway Partnership. Um, our vision for our organization is a citywide network of greenways that connect up every neighborhood. And this MOU uh, supports this vision, which is why we we uh, support uh, moving forward with this MOU. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your testimony. Who do we have next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is over with. All right, Mr. Overwith, you have two minutes. The floor is yours. Identify yourself. Uh, yeah, for the record, my name is Ruben James Crowley Jr., but um, uh, today, um, even though my screen name says over with, I'm speaking as uh, my other alter ego, Ruben Black. And I'm sitting here and I'm reading this um, report from LPD about this uh, limited tax obligation bonds. And I'm confused here because it says, I'm looking at the report and it says L. LTGO bonds, and then they got a little chart, and it uh, says it's check no that they require a vote. I mean, require notice. And I'm reading the law, and the law says that it's supposed to be notice supplied to give the uh, voters the opportunity to give 45 days so we can um, decide whether we want to, you know, call for a referendum and um, put it on the ballot for a vote. Now, if they under the contention that they don't have to give a notice, I still want to. I'm the question is where is the notice? Where was the notices published? Because in this report it says since 2014, the city of Detroit has only issued one bond that required notice, and that doesn't even make sense when I see all these bonds that sell say limited tax obligation bonds. I, I would caution the council against. If, uh, listening to the advice of LPD on this matter and Miller Canfield and get another outside um, opinion from somebody that knows some, because I know I'm, you know, 
very capable of reading and comprehending something that's not sound right. I don't understand how the city only issued one bond that, that since 2014 that required notice. And then if not, where are the notices at and where were they published at? That's the question. That was the answer I'm looking for. And I can't seem to find all right, thank you so much for your testimony. Um, who's next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is Carol Hughes. All right. All right, Ms. Hughes, you had two minutes. The floor is yours. Identify yourself. Um, good afternoon, uh, council members. My name is Carolyn Hughes. May I speak? Yes, you may. Two minutes. <laughs> thank you for that uh, reminder. Um, on 6.2, 6 um, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but um, Mr. Jeter, I remember him. My son went to St. James with Mr. Jeter's children. But um, what strikes me as strange is that no one knew about it. You know, they are all shocked and surprised. And that's really my point. People want to give people in Detroit what they want to give them. This is a $40 million deal, right? And you would think that the people in the area would have been had some input or had something to say about it. But it appears as though we get what Lansing wants us to have. My other uh, question is I don't believe in signing um, mem memorandums without all of the, everything spelled out. And everything is not spelled out in this um, memorandum of understanding. And before it's signed or before it moves forward, everything should be spelled out, not other things. Everything that is required of every party in a contract needs to be upfront and spelled out. And this one does not have all of the elements needed to go forward. Um, maybe those items can be placed in there, but a contract is a contract. And it only goes to what's in the contract. So as a city resident, um, and I would also like to know where is the funding coming from, from the uh, Greenway Partnership to, uh, to fund this uh, United Greenway Partnerships. Where is this money coming from uh, to support it? It looks like it's millions of dollars, and I'm not sure why we need to go outside of our own government and, and employ a partnership with uh, – Greenway, and I'm not sure what uh, what 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 does that give them in terms of ownership of the Greenway. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for your testimony. Who do we have next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is Zoom user. All right, before we get with the next caller, public comment is now closed. Public comment is now closed. Public comment is now closed. All right, Zoom user, the floor is yours. You have two minutes. Zoom user, going once, going twice, going gone. Who's next to the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is Littlefield Community Association. All right, Littlefield Community Association, the floor is yours. Two minutes. Littlefield? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Two minutes. Go All ahead. All right, thank you. 
Thank you so much. Um, just very quickly, my name is Carol Pickens. I'm with Littlefield Community Association, and I'm in District 7. Our community group has been around uh, for about 15 years. My family has been in this community since 1963. And I wanted to say that uh, our residents are very much aware of the uh, Joe Lewis Greenway from community meetings to information that's been handed out door to door. And our residents have attended the uh, ribbon cutting. So um, when we started, we had the understanding that we wanted to redevelop our community. So we we, develop, we worked on our park. We are putting in a skate park. We are using our local elementary middle school students to work with us. So everyone is very much excited. And we want to uh, let you know that our desire is to redevelop our community. We have three and a half square miles that we've partnered with about five or six other block clubs and neighborhood associations to come together to redevelop our community. And the Joe Lewis Greenway is very important with that because it will allow development, other developers to come into the community. And our community is one of those communities that have uh, not got as much love. We have gotten some things, but not as much as we need. And this is a one—it's just a wonderful opportunity to bring in businesses, to bring in new people. It's going to come right down our street, past our park, uh, our new skate park. We have a community house sitting there. So this is this will open up the eyes of people that are coming into our community to take a look at what's here and the wonderful opportunities that are here. So our groups, we're all excited. And we really hope that you would see this as we see it, as a wonderful opportunity for development and work along with us to make that happen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that testimony. Who do we have next on the queue, in the queue Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is Quentin Red. All right, Quentin Red, you have two minutes. The floor is yours. Can you hear me? Yep. How you doing today? I'm good. In- yeah, one second. I'm calling in to support um, <clears throat> the Joe Louis Greenway. My name is Quentin Red. I'm with Vito Outsourcing, a warehouse and distribution company located at 2201 District 2. I have lived in Detroit for 32 years, which is my entire life. Um, When I opened Vito Outsourcing in 2017, um, the structure was on a demolition list, a purchase from from the city of Detroit. Uh, Both neighboring properties were abandoned and evidence of illegal dumping was pretty much everywhere. Um, Since then, over the past five, six years, uh, I completely renovated my property, Um, I have two new neighbors, great neighbors, companies, and the area is clean and lively. And and I believe with the addition of the Joe Louis Greenway, it can boost economic development and also include and also increase um, the population, increase home values in the area. Um, I'm also a Detroit resident, as I mentioned before. Um, I love the I love the the Riverwalk and also. the um the the greenway we have in the area uh, in downtown area and i think uh if you increase that if you increase that um that greenway and expand it throughout the city um more people will move back and also um uh, like i say increase values all across the area i appreciate it appreciate your time thank you thank you sir appreciate you uh who do we have next in the queue mr bow 
Mr. Chair, next caller is Arnold Boyd. All right, Mr. Boyd, you have two minutes. The floor is yours. How you doing, Mr. Chair? Can you hear me? Good. All right, my name is Arnold Boyd. Uh, I'm here in support of the Unified Greenway Partnership. Uh, I think this uh, initiative is a, a great initiative. Uh, I'm a, I own uh, Wake Up Inc. I'm the president and founder of a nonprofit organization located at 10709 Grand River Avenue. And I also own Student Transportation Services, where we provide transportation in and around the city of Detroit located at 11751 Cloverdale. And I'm in support of the Greenway because every day uh, being here on Cloverdale, we are, we're in a constant fight uh, against blight, uh, against, uh, you know, dealing with stolen vehicles and everything like that. Uh, I want to express my support uh, moving forward so that the uh, Greenway will be um, manicured in the, in, the, in the manner which it need to be. Uh, I was at the the ribbon cutting, and I was just blown away about how the uh, the greenway looked. And I want to make sure that you know we're able to continue moving forward in that direction with the greenway. Excellent. Thank you so much for your call, sir. Who do we have next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is Ravens Relief nine seven nine seven at yahoo.com. Okay, I'm just going to say yahoo.com. The floor is yours. You had two minutes. Greetings. My name is Regina Lawson. I was born and raised on the Detroit Riverfront, District 5, uh, Precinct 7, for 74 years. Advent volunteer in the community, especially for the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy, for 11 years since 2012. I aspired for the need of volunteers for the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy and asked Marine. Ms. Marine to start a group themselves. So I am calling to support the Unified Greenway Memorandum for what they are accomplishing and to make our community on the riverfront and greenways a space for all to visit, learn, connect, and enjoy this environment. As they work together in a plan to restore future projects for all our everyday educational experiences and to raise awareness and deepen appreciation for our riverfronts and our greenways. I perceive the dream that the Conservancy and others have for the bridge to bridge and beyond and bringing our communities together year round with activities to enjoy and learn from. That's why I give my time volunteering because I care, love and share and give back to my community daily, all in the name of loving the riverfronts and greenways. So let's work together for a stronger bond to get this great work accomplished. Also, as a Detroit Riverfront volunteer for the last 10 years, I've led a herbal walk and talk, chat and chew on the Detroit Riverfront for the Detroit, before the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy. This um, initiative is a 40 minute walk through the wetlands of Millican State Park, where we discover, identify edible, medicinal and survival plants herbs, flowers, and plants, etc. That is to join our walk. After each walk, we sit down and discuss our discoveries. So the greenways are another way of us learning and discovering what Mother Nature has given us. 
All right, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Uh, who do we have next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, next caller is Jennifer Williams. Welcome, Jennifer Williams. You have two minutes. The floor is yours. Good afternoon, council members. Glad to be here with you. I am Jennifer Williams. Can I be heard? Yes, ma'am, you can. Before I get to stepping on my feet. Again, thank you for having me here. I tried to get to you guys personally because I wanted you to see my passion, my pleasure, and my reason for coming today. I happen to be a riot baby. Uh, Grand River and 14th when the riot broke out. I waited for my for the people to come and rescue us, for things to happen in my neighborhood. All I saw was burned down mayhem. And as you can see, what has happened to our neighborhood since then. I often am, I am a Detroiter. I am a fine, I am a ride or die Detroiter. I intend on staying here. I'm also a mother of a murdered child. I also have, uh, Pierre was murdered here seven years ago. I still haven't left the city of Detroit because I belong here. This is my suburb. This is where I want to live. And hopefully this is where my legacy will be. I'm also a small business owner. I own five rental properties. I'm presently trying to do a resource center in my neighborhood in honor of Pierre, Pierre's place of peace. But I come to you and I ask you, Council, please help us keep this neighborhood that these unified greenways that's going to spread around our city in our city so that we can no longer just live in mayhem and hell, but we can have peace and community here. I thank you for listening to me. I am so proud of what we've done. I think that we need to keep this going for our city to uplift me and in Pierre's legacy. God bless you. I thank you for the time you've given me. And thanks again. Thank you so much for your testimony. We appreciate you. Who's next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, our next caller is first name Myra. All right, first name Myra, you had two minutes. The floor is yours. Yes, are you able to hear me? Yes, I am. Okay, thank you so much, uh, council members. My name is Dr. Myra Tetza. I am a District 4 resident and a lifelong Detroiter, and I'm here in support of the Unified Greenway Partnership. This is a vital initiative that will complete the Detroit Riverfront and will be able to build and maintain the Joe Lewis Greenway. In 2010, so not too long ago, I would say, um, I became involved in the movements around greenways and complete streets. And then also as a public health professional advocating for non-motorized transportation options and recreational spaces, that is my battle cry. And during my dissertation research, uh, research, I found that new developments in green space, specifically in Detroit, encourages blight remediation. And during my time of advocacy, I advocated for the Dequinder cut and the outcome for Detroiters and its visitors has been beyond what any of us could have imagined. And the Joe Lewis Greenway will uh, further that positive transformation in Detroit. And once it's complete, uh, Detroit and its visitors uh, from various neighborhoods can come and enjoy it. And I will add that recently, uh, multiple federal government agencies 
released the plan to encourage removing all greenhouse gas emissions from the transportation sector. And so this greenway will allow individuals to travel safely from McNichols to the riverfront without a car, thus helping to remove those greenhouse gas emissions. And thank you so much uh, for this opportunity. And I once again, fully support the Unified Greenway Partnership. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Who we have next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, our next caller is Gina Peoples. All right, Gina Peoples, you have two minutes. The floor is yours. Ms. Peoples, you there? Okay, going once, going twice. All right, Ms. Yeah, hey, Ms. Peoples, you just getting ready to get eliminated. All right, go I, ahead, Ms. Peoples, you got two I was, minutes. I was on the road, okay. My name is Gina Peoples. I am a proud volunteer of the Riverfront Conservancy for well over 10 years. I've lived in the Detroit District 5 all my life. I am in support of the Unified Greenway Memorandum of Understanding between the Detroit Riverwalk Conservancy and the Joe Lewis Greenway Partnership. Not only am I a proud Riverfront Conservancy volunteer, I am proud that our Riverfront has been voted number one for two consecutive years in a row. And this year may be three. (laughs) And that that speaks volumes. That shows our collective efforts are paying off. As a volunteer and ambassador for the Riverfront Conservancy, I talked to lots of people regarding our riverfront. Everyone expressed their love for the riverfront. People have come from other cities, states, and countries to visit and experience our riverwalk. That speaks volumes again. The riverwalk is much a needed space in which it brings people together from all walks of life. There's so much to do. It's like being on vacation without taking a vacation. A place to relax, socialize, fish, walk, jog, ride bikes, concerts, picnics, and so much more all in one. Not to mention... The beautiful view, the rising of the and setting of the sun, all this takes place on the Detroit River, bordering our neighbor Canada. The riverfront is Detroit's precious jewel, not the old rust belt of former years. Therefore, we must continue to see this precious jewel shine. The Greenway Partnership will ensure that the Detroit Riverfront will continue to shine and and have sustainability in attracting the, the, the citizens of Detroit and people from all walks of life, near and far, today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Thank you for your time and consideration. All right. Thank you, Ms. Peoples. I'm glad you made it in there. That was all right. Thank you. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. Who we got next? Mr. Bo in the queue. Mr. Chair, our next caller ends in 534. All right, 534, the floor is yours. You had two minutes. Uh, Yes, good afternoon. May I be heard? Yes, you may. Two minutes. Okay, thank you. Uh, Number one, I support the Greenway. Um, I'm happy that we finally made the riverfront green. I remember when I lived in Detroit in the 90s and was visiting Windsor, sitting in their park looking across the street at Detroit. I'm like, oh, they got it. Windsor has parks and greenways on the riverfront. Detroit has parking lots. So I'm glad we've uh, come come a long way from that. 
But I also want to say that all of the elected officials here uh, had to take an oath to the Michigan and the U.S. Constitution, and that includes the duty to treat people equally. And I would like to remind this body about the very controversial, divisive North End Landing project that got uh, planned in secret from the would-be most impacted residents who were purposely excluded from the process was really not a good feeling, and I don't see how that's rationally related to any legitimate purpose of building up communities when this is a neighborhood where they didn't need to do that to have the development be done. In fact, it was very disrespectful of the city to just lead me on since 2015 saying they're going to do a planning study when I now know they were planning this development with the Community Development Corporation that didn't care about being inclusive of the residents there, despite the contrary rhetoric on their website. And so I just ask of all of you to think about this and building Detroit's future together. Let's be truly inclusive because it's not good for people's mental health. It's not good for, for neighborhood cohesion to be playing residents off one another, which is what was done here. It's been uh, very unpleasant. And um, to play the race card in the newbie versus older residents, that has disturbed some of the older, long-term black residents that these kinds of games have been played. And so we really need to just scrap North End Landing and do the planning study in a truly inclusive fashion. That would be fulfilling your oath All right, of thank office. thank you for your time, Mr. Bo. people equally. All right, thank you. We appreciate that. And we appreciate your call. Who's next in the queue, Mr. Bell? Mr. Chair, the last caller before you close public comment is Zoom user. They have re-raised their hand. All right, Zoom user. You got two minutes. Go ahead. Zoom user. All right, Zoom user going once, Zoom user going twice, Zoom user going two and a half, Zoom user two and three quarters, Zoom user three. All right, we'll see you later, Zoom user. Anybody else in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, that ends public comment. All right. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And um, with that being said, now we will move on from public comment to unfinished business. Line item 5.1, contract number 3061893-100% capital funding to provide and install light bars Contractor VersaLift Midwest LLC, location 51761 Danview Technology Court, Shelby Township, Michigan, 48315. Contract period upon city council approval through December 31st, 2023. Total contract amount $42,192. Is there a motion to move line item 5.1 to formal session with recommendation for approval to put on a new business? Discussion. Um, Discussion. Chair. chair recognizes Vice Chairwoman Calloway. Um, I requested this that this um, contract be brought back last um, uh, Thursday, and uh, I still haven't gotten any answers to my questions. I don't mind releasing it. 
or and agreeing that it be uh, moved forward to formal session with um, the motion to approve. Uh, they've been doing this work for a very long time. I, my question um, always is a routinely the asked question at this table is whether or not there were any Detroit businesses that qualified to do this type of work, and if there were, were there any bids? So I'm willing to release it and agree that it should go to formal session with the uh, uh, motion to uh, approve. But I'm always going to ask whether or not there was a Detroit Bay business that could do this line of work. Thank you, Mr. Chair. No, thank you. Hold on for just a minute. I think I can answer one of those questions because I'm looking at the T report. And the other yes. bid says ABS storage. I don't know about Canfield and Austin Logistics. Do we have anybody from OCP? Mr. Washington. Governor, no, no, Mr. Chair and Committee, yes, we do have Valerie Massey online from OCP, as yeah. well as James Can Canty from the Parking Department. Thank you, sir. Because I, I think they're from Detroit ABS, right? But I don't know about the other two. Valerie Massey, OCP, yes, ABS storage products. Hold on, hold on for a minute. Ms. Hold on, Ms. Massey, can you be put on the screen so I can see your face or? I'm on the phone. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I just like when people talk, I can see them. I can't see them. It makes it a little bit weird. Go ahead. And Austin Logistics LLC is from Detroit as well. Okay. And um, Canfield Equipment is from Warren, Michigan. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Uh, the chair recognizes Vice Chairman Callaway. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair. Um, if she's still on the line, is ABS Storage on West McNichols? Because that would be in my yes. district. And they do amazing work. So um, um, I'm hoping we'll consider them, um, give them a chance to maybe be a subcontractor on some of these contracts. They've been in business in Detroit for over 37 years on West McNichols across from Mary Grove College. And these are the types of businesses that the city should be awarding these types of contracts to. This is a small build, um, business um, owner. And again, been there for 37 years. And I'm hoping this type of contract, Mr. Chair, and to my, um, to my colleague to the left, that we award these type of contracts to um, businesses who have stayed in this city, didn't leave the city, are here paying taxes, hiring Detroiters who live in my neighborhood. So, um, you know, I don't know why we can't, you know, um, give part of the contract to one contractor and another, you know, smaller part to a Detroit-based um, contractor. That's something perhaps we can consider in the future. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, make sure you give that information to the... Um to the, on the on qualified contractors to Office of Procurement as well, um, uh, Vice Chair. Um, any other questions? Um, Mr. Chair? Chair recognizes Vice Chairman Galloway. Thank you. They are a contractor with the city. We got them registered um, last um, year um, in May when they came to the Minority Business um, Summit at Wayne County Community College downtown campus. So they are uh, a registered vendor with the city. So I'm hoping in the future that a Detroit-based business can receive a portion of a um, of a contract that's going to a suburban company that would help because they've been in the city they pay taxes and they do hire detroiters in my neighborhood thank you mr chair no thank you any other questions discussion discussion chair recognize member benson to yourself to uh, the administration and then why weren't they selected or were they competitive on this bid i don't see that um, i think they're under bid i think they even with 
The two Detroit-based businesses were approximately $17,000 more than the lowest bidder. Okay. Are we putting, are we giving feedback to our companies who are bidding um, about competitive bidding to make them more competitive? They need to be close. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. Chair? Yep, Chair recognized Vice Chairman Callaway. Thank you. And to my colleague to the left's on point, how are we communicating with these um, businesses in Detroit, explaining to them perhaps why they didn't win the bid? Um, $17,000, you know, is $17,000. I understand that. But they're an incredible company. I can personally vouch for them. They're down the street from my home. And I know for a fact they employ Detroiters. And they've been doing this for 37 years. And I'm always going to fight for Detroit-based companies who hire Detroiters. They really are. So how are they being notified that they didn't um, win the bid? So they can they be more competitive a, in the future. They receive an award notice a letter after it's awarded, letting them know who won and what the, bidding, the uh, winning bid is. Yeah, I have another question through the chair. My last well, question. Sir. No, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go. I just want to make sure that, because I, I understand what you're saying. You make yeah. good points. I just want to make sure that you relay this to OCP. I am, and I'm that's, hoping they're listening. That's where it's more appropriate. I know, and I'm hoping that someone from contract and procurements is listening, and, and I know they listen. This is the kind of company that, do they get any type of extra points for being in Detroit over 37 years hiring my neighbors? Hiring people who live in my neighborhood, in District 2. Do they get extra points for weathering the storms, the business storms, the economy? 37 years, didn't leave the city, have been faithful hiring Detroiters. And I've been there. I actually visited the property and have built a warehouse with no, you know, no tax abatements. All this is across the street from Mary Grove College. Okay, after this answer, we're going to move on. I Go know we're going to, yes, yes, Mr. Chair, but I would like an answer to my questions. Do they get extra points? If they're registered as a certified Detroit-based business or headquartered business with CREO, yes, they get extra points. And they are to both of those questions. Um, thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you. All right, now, <clears throat> moving on. Um, is there a motion to move line of 5.1 to formal session with recommendation for approval? Are there any objections? Hearing none, line of 5.1 is moved to formal session with recommendation for approval. No, wait. Line of 5.1, oh, hold on. Let, 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 me, let me do it again. Is there a motion to move line of 5.1 to formal session with recommendation for approval to put onto new business? Can I get a motion? Yeah. Is there a motion to move line item 5.1 to formal session to be put onto new business? Yes, motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, line item 5.1 and moves on to formal session to be put onto new business. Now moving to new business. Line item 6.1. Contract 605022, 75% city. 25% grant funding to provide renovation to half court basketball court and concrete walkway at Lift Sits Park. If I'm not pronouncing that right, somebody correct me. Contractor, Michigan Recreational Construction, 
Location 18631 Conant, Detroit, Michigan at 48234. Contract period upon city council approval through January 9th, 2024. Total contract amount $36,100. Is there a motion to move line item 6.1 to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing that line on 6.1 and moved on to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business. Moving on to the Office of Chief Financial Officer slash Office of Development and Grants. 6.2, submitting resolution authorization to request to accept and appropriate the Michigan Enhancement Grant for the Joe Lewis Greenway. The Michigan Economic Development Corporation has awarded the City of Detroit General Services Department with the Michigan Enhancement Grant a total of $40 million. There is no match requirement. The total project cost is $40 million. Is there a motion to move line item 6.2 to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business? Motion with discussion. Motion with discussion. Discussion. Chair recognizes Member Benson. To the chair to the administration, can you have somebody come in and explain what we're getting for our $40 million? I'm a huge proponent of the Joe Louis Greenway, but I do want to let people know what we will be getting for these $40 million and how this is going to improve the quality of life of our Detroiters. And I heard what all of the uh, public commenters said, and, and I agree, but I really think that we need to hear from the administration on what we're going to be getting for this money. But, but, but before you answer that, though, because I know we have a presentation on the Joe Lewis Greenway that's going to be on 6.3. Will that answer Member Benson's question, or do you need to answer that? Because I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Answer my right. Presentation, good to go. We have our team uh, for, JL, uh, for Joe Lewis Greenway on. They would just need to be promoted, and they can definitely answer those questions for you. Okay, because that's supposed to be in line item 6.3 is where we're supposed to have that presentation, correct? Mr. Washington? Um, yes, Mr. Chair. We actually have Dara O'Byrne. I think she's just been promoted. She should be able to address. Okay. So we'll have her address it first then. Hello, Ms. O'Byrne. Hello, uh, uh, Mr. Chair. Um, I do believe that our presentation later will help answer um, Councilmember Benson's question. Okay. But um, just to be concise, this particular grant will be used to help complete uh, the off-street component of uh, the Joe Lewis Greenway. Um, and we will be utilizing it for the portions of the former Conrail corridor. Um, and uh, it will, the um, majority of the dollar will, dollars will be going towards construction and completion of the Greenway. So through, your, through the chair, and so the $40 million will take care of all of the Greenway portions that are not going over City of Detroit right-of-ways? So we, we have a combination of funds, um, and this $40 million is, I believe, the last portion coming before you that will help us complete the off-street um, components. Wow, so we are, com we are almost fully funded for the Greenway, for the construction? For for the off-street components. And what is what remains, if it's not, I mean? The, the um, about um, more than half of the Greenway is on-street components, okay. um, and we will still need to do um, fundraising for those components. Okay, and then the third district portion is including this $40 million? Correct. 
I like that. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that, Ms. O'Byrne. And uh, is there a motion to, uh, no, wait, we already made that motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, line on 6.2 will move on to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business. Now we will move on to line item 6.3, Memorandum of Understanding, Unified Greenway Partnership. The General Services Department submits for consideration by this honorable body the enclosed resolution to support the creation of an informal partnership between the city, the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy, the Joe Lewis Greenway Partnership together, the Unified Greenway Partnership. This Unified Greenway Partnership is a collaborative approach to ensuring the completion and financial sustainability of the Joe Lewis Greenway. Now, I know there's a presentation that we have to get started. Um, Mr. Henderson? Ms. Washington, I'm sorry. Ms. Washington. Mrs. Henderson. Mr. Washington, I'm sorry. Wait. Dr. Powers, what happened? Um, I'm sure you're going to ask for a motion to discuss. Okay. So, so what, I was gonna I was gonna wait for them to come on and then should I wait for should I ask for that motion now or should I wait for them to come on first and then ask for it? I would do it now, sir. Okay. Is there a motion to discuss? Motion. Any objections? Motion to discuss is granted. All right. Uh, Director Dick Director Dick. Yes, Chairman. How are you doing today? How are you doing, sir? Are you going to be giving the presentation today? I'm, I am the MC. I'm going to be doing part of the presentation. I have some friends here to help me out today. Excellent. Look forward to it. Do we have the presentation pulled up? I, I need the host to enable um, screen sharing, please. Okay. We're we, we working that out on our end. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Well, I, while we're getting that worked out, I just want to say a quick thank you to all the residents that have spoken in favor today. It's this has been a labor of love, and um, and I'm finally excited that we're actually here today. And I I can't thank them all enough. They have just been tremendous partners in this, and some have become like family. So I just uh, want to thank them all very much. So, okay, I guess in the, let's go on to the next slide. Okay, this um, slide, for those who were there, this was the ribbon cutting for the first mile and a half that were completed, um, flanking Council Members Durhall and uh, Sheffield in the middle there as Joe Lewis's daughter, Joyce, and her, and her daughter, and his granddaughter. And, uh, and in the middle of them is one of our friends, Rushan Long, with the, with the Joe Lewis family has committed to be at each and every one of our ribbon cuttings going forward from wherever they are in the country, they're going to be here. And I just want to call them out as being just a remarkable family. If you get a chance to ever talk to Joyce, the stories she can tell about her father are, are, are remarkable and amazing. So um, this was one of the happiest days of my life, the ribbon cutting. It was a joyful occasion. We had probably 700 people attend it. And I want to again thank all the council members for there. Um, in the next slide here, today we are here because we are asking this honorable body to approve the United Greenway Partnership. Well, the partnership will be complete the Detroit Riverfront, build the Joe Lewis Greenway, and endow both entities for long-term success and community impact. This once-in-a-generation initiative will unite 23 neighborhoods in four municipalities in Southeast Michigan with a nearly 30-mile greenway system rooted in Detroit. So the partnership will benefit neighborhoods and communities through connectivity, 
the light to beauty, as you'll see throughout our presentation, that's going to be a big theme of what we're doing. Neighborhood investments, health and wellness, ensuring the long-term sustainability, and then build on the extended Detroit Riverfront Conservancy's impact they've been doing so well for many years now. Next, I'd like to um, pass on to my colleague, Christina Peltier. She's been the lead planner on the Joe Lewis Greenway. And I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who doesn't know her neighbors and friends along the Joe Lewis Greenway and businesses better than Christina. So for those who've taken tours with her, I think you know what I mean. Christina? Thanks, Brad. Can everybody hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, wonderful. Sure. So I'll go on over an update of just where we are today. Um, this is the new park that we're constructing at Warren with a playground, pavilion, fitness equipment, parking lots, bathrooms, um, a lot of the things requested from residents through the engagement. And on the next slide, you'll see the pavilion that's going to start construction. It's got a community room. This is where the bathrooms were um, and an outdoor space for local community vendors to sell and park food trucks. This is what the Joy to Warren section looked like back in May 2019. Those trees were covering a lot of blight. And you'll see on the next slide what it looks like today, the neighborhood connections that the residents thought were really important, the lights, the security, stormwater's going in, and the landscaping will be in the spring. We've started moving north with Joy, again, removing a lot of blight and illegal dumping that's been there for decades. This entrance will be a neighborhood entrance. Residents ask for as many spots as they can to connect. So we've veered the route to connect and you'll see what it's going to look like by the end of this year in the next image. So lots of green space, screening from the neighboring industrial. And again, this will connect directly to the neighborhood from Westfield. So talking about the blight removal, just this first two mile section, Warren to 96, close to 21 Olympic sized swimming pools. We pulled out over 22,000 tires. This is blight that neighbors have been dealing with for decades. And this project's going to really beautify the community and, and remove a lot of this um, just nasty stuff that's been buried. Um, we've seen a lot of excitement in the existing neighborhood. This is an example of a house that's been renovated um, just along that joy detection stretch. And something I didn't speak to on the last slide, um, we've been working with the Office of Procurement to make sure we can get some of these smaller vendors in. Last year, the Joe Lewis team with procurement hosted a meeting with 45 different vendors based in Detroit to make sure they could participate in the project. And we also recently attended the Detroit Construction Convention, which was on January 20th and 21st. There was over 360 attendees. We're going to continue to work with those vendors in the city to make sure we can get get them contracted on these jobs. So as we move to the next slide, the neighborhood planning study is being completed by the planning and development department. This is a year and a half planning study um, broken out in the six different sections you see on the screen. And they'll be looking at everything from housing stabilization to commercial development, job connections, and you'll see that on the next slide. So really trying to make sure we're doing everything that was talked about in the framework. How do we help with blight remediation, connect people to jobs, make sure our neighborhood stays stable. So from here, I'm going to pass it to Ms. Rushan Long to talk about the Joe Lewis Greenway Partnership. 
Has um, Rushan been elevated as a panelist? Rushan, are you there? Malik, if you can please add her. Is, are we having technical difficulties? I see her added now. Okay. Hey, our good friend, Rishan, are you there? Thank you. She may be shooting a grandchild away. <laughs> She may be having technical difficulties. I do see she's no, there. No, no, it took a while for them to get me in. I'm sorry. How's everybody? <laughs> uh, but I can't see the screen now. Well, now I see the screen. Thank you very much for this time, honorable um, council members. Um, I'm one of the members of the current Joe Lewis Greenway Partnership. As you can see on the screen, we're made up of me as a community resident. Uh, we also have people here from the city and for funders. We will be expanding this in the near future as we bring on more people. And one of the reasons I committed to this and the Greenway itself is that I do live in a community and you heard many of the speakers say the same thing. So I won't go over what they've said. We are very encouraged by what the Greenway is bringing to us and to our communities. And so we wanna see this move forward. I also, I heard one of the pastors say he wanted to ride with his grants grandchildren as grandson. I have five grandsons and I can't wait to get on this greenway. Um, I want them to see the Detroit that we saw, the Detroit that I saw. And this is a vehicle right here that is going to bring all the things that we have been working towards into our communities. But we do need um, this MOU in order to see this now and into the future and the completion. We did have a wonderful ribbon cutting. It was beyond anything we could imagine. But that shows you that there's a commitment of people in this city, along with those people that you heard today, that we want to be part of this, but we also need the city support. We need these partnerships with the Detroit Riverfront and the Joe Lewis Greenway to see that come about. I would say that everybody else stole my thunder, but instead I say they brought the thunder. They brought the lightning and they brought the storm. Please let us go forward. And as we go forward, we know that we will need funding from all sources to make this work. I'm going to pass this on now to Mark. Here's the next one up. Thank you for this time. Thank you so much, Roshan, and thank you, uh, council members, for the opportunity to present today. I'm Mark Wallace, president and CEO of the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy. I live at 2501 Burns in District 5, and very excited to be here to speak with you. On behalf of our board of directors, our entire team, uh, the volunteers who love the riverfront, and everyone in Detroit who is proud of the Detroit Riverfront and what we've done uh, thus far. The Conservancy was founded in 2003 uh, when three different partners came together to make investments in the Detroit Riverfront. The City of Detroit, the Kresge Foundation, and General Motors. I'd also mention that the Conservancy would not exist today without the visionary leadership of our founding CEO, Faye Alexander Nelson, and our board chair, Matt Cullen, who is still with us. 
When the Conservancy started, we made three promises to the community. The first promise we made is that the Detroit Riverfront will always be beautiful, exciting, safe, and accessible. The Conservancy is responsible for all landscaping, all cleaning, uh, all programming, and all public safety on the Riverwalk. Our team supports more than 80 full-time jobs employing Detroit residents and people of color in more than 80% of those positions. We also promised that the Riverfront would be world-class. Detroit is a world-class city. Detroit's people are world-class people, and the Detroit River is a world-class river that deserves a beautiful river walk that we can all be proud of. The most important promise we made back in 2003 is that the Detroit Riverfront will always be a place where everyone feels welcome. Each year, 3 million visitors come to the Detroit Riverfront. More than 320,000 people participate in our programs, and Detroiters really love the Riverwalk. 84% of Detroit residents say that they visited the Riverwalk in the past 12 months. Uh, 20 years ago, the Detroit Riverfront was not a place that was in very good shape. And through the support of many partners, we have transformed the Riverfront into one of the most beloved places in the city of Detroit and a place of great community pride. Transformations in places like Mount Elliott Park, which was an oft uh, long neglected uh, section of the east side, has been transformed into a great place for families and kids, especially on summer days, like you can see in the picture here. Gabriel Richard Park on the far side of the Belle Isle Bridge uh, was a beautiful piece of property, but had not been programmed well. Uh, today, it has a series of butterfly gardens, splash pads for the kids. It's a really great spot for people to gather. The transformation of the DeQuinder Cut, which has been mentioned, was led by the Detroit Economic Growth Corporation. And since this opened, the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy has taken on the responsibility to maintain it and program it. This space has become very, very popular and important for our community as a linear park where we can host programs like Harvest Fest, you know, bringing 50,000 people down in the fall. It's also a place where families are taking their kids to learn how to ride their bikes. And it's always heartwarming to see something like that happen. Our newest park was previously the site of a cement factory and buoy storage facility for the Coast Guard. Uh, we've transformed this into Robert C. Vallade Park, which opened in 2019. This park on the east side by Stroh River Place has become a great hub uh, for food and beverage and for families and uh, visitors alike. Um, I'm going to turn it over to our CFO, Will Smith, to share more about the impact of the riverfront uh, on our community and our plans for the future. Thanks, Mark. I am uh, William Smith. I'm the Chief Financial Officer for the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy. And as we've transformed the riverfront, I am proud to say my signature has been on every one of our checks since 2006. While the physical transformation has changed the face of the riverfront, it is the people that truly make the space. 365 days a year, the programs, partners, and activities here reflect the vision of our community. And not only do the people love the riverfront and participate in our programs, they give back. Each year, we get more than 3,000 hours of support from our visitors, helping them with programs and keeping the riverfront clean from our volunteers. Our programs offer diverse experiences for every age. Our festivals like River Days, Harvest Fest, educational programs like Reading on the Riverfront, opportunities to get with nature, kids fishing fests and Sturgeon Day, to health and wellness with the river walkers and our yoga, our programs truly embody and promise that the Detroit Riverfront is a place for all. And as you can see here, we are immensely proud to have been recognized two years in the running for America's Best River Walk by USA Today, and we're in the third year, of, and we're in number one place right now. So we share this honor with you and our community of visitors, volunteers, supporters, and everyone who loves the Detroit Riverfront. As you can see here, we're trying to complete the vision. In the past 20 years, we've achieved incredible physical transformation, and we are very close to completing the bridge to bridge bridging. 
Upon completion, the riverfront will stretch five and a half miles from the Ambassador Bridge to the MacArthur Bridge at Belle Isle, with Greenways connected neighborhoods to the riverfront. This piece, everyone knows uh, the former Unirail site. This year, we will open the Riverwalk across the former Unirail site, connecting Mount Elliott Park to Gabriel Shaw Park and providing improved access to Belle Isle. The Southwest Greenway. Southwest Greenway will connect Rousey Wilson Park to the broader Joe Lewis Greenway and directly to Corktown in Southwest Detroit. This Greenway will make it easy for residents for the west side to get to the riverfront without having to fight street traffic. And this will be open in the spring of this year. Lastly, the landmark transformation on the West Riverfront began last spring as we broke ground on the 22-acre Rousey Wilson Jr. Centennial Park. Rousey Wilson Park will build on everything that we've achieved to date and introduce new park experiences, new programming opportunities, and new ways to interact with nature when it opens in 2024. Thank you for the opportunity to share this update on our work and for your consideration of the incredible partnership opportunity before you today. Thank you and uh, council members. Again, my name is Dara O'Byrne. I am the chief parks planner here at the city of Detroit. And uh, our specific ask for you today is um, what you have before you is a resolution to create an informal partnership between the city of Detroit, the Joe Lewis Greenway Partnership, um, which you heard from Rushan Long, and the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy. This unified Greenway partnership is an innovative and collaborative approach to ensure the completion and financial stability of both the Joe Lewis Greenway and the Detroit Riverfront. The MOU specifically contains four key components. The first one, um, the first few items within the MOU include the roles and responsibilities of these three parties, the city, the Jolos Greenway Partnership, and the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy um, to establish this informal coalition. The second component, um, it, it, the MOU establishes the financial needs for the Jolis Greenway and the Riverfront um, to be completed and for maintenance and operation, and it um, identifies the funds raised to date. The MOU also establishes the collaborative effort for fundraising with a multi-tiered approach of federal, state, local, and philanthropic dollars. And finally, uh, the MOU lays out a combined public and private approach to ensure that our investment in connected public space is sustained and serves our community for generations to come. The approach includes a joint endowment for the Joe Louis Greenway Partnership and for the Riverfront Conservancy funded through philanthropic dollars combined with expected dedicated resources from the city each year to ensure long-term operation and maintenance of these world-class amenities. We're asking uh, today that you support this and that the Honorable City Council adopt the resolution. And now I'll turn it over back over to Brad to help um, answer any questions you may have. Okay. The next slide, please, Dar. I want to wrap up the uh, before I go into questions and comments. This is uh, one of our, our most recent groundbreakings that we did, and that we're working on the next two miles of the Joe Lewis Greenway, which is under construction. You can see now. Um, I remember this day very poignantly. It was a poignantly. It was a great day. We're having great conversation with Councilmember Calloway, and thank you for attending that day. And 
and we've talked about this with the neighborhood you grew up in. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing the change that comes from this. Um, as you can see, a lot of love has gone into this. Joe Lewis Greenwood's presentation, and I want to make, make a little quote House Member uh, Santiago Romero made to me. Um, she may not even remember making it, but her comment about the Joe Lewis Greenway was Detroiters deserve nice things too. And that comment's always laid in the back of my mind constantly. And um, and with that, we'll entertain your questions and any comments you might have. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we begin, uh, I, I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't recognize that uh, Chairman uh, Matt Cullen is with you, is on the line with us as well. Is there anything you wanted to say, Mr. Chair? Uh, uh, thank you, Councilman. No, you know, I'm really here to help answer questions, but I, I have to tell you, and Dara hit this, um, the collaboration between the city and the county and the state and the federal government and philanthropy and corporations here is really unprecedented. And as somebody who's been involved in the riverfront from the beginning, uh, the job that the city has done bringing the Joe Louis Greenway project forward it has been incredible and the opportunity now to see those come together and and really importantly to create a sustainable foundation for it it's one thing sometimes it's easy to have ribbon cuttings uh but each year these things have to be looked after and i think what's so powerful about this partnership this collaboration is that we're, we're going to create the endowments and the capacity to look after this thing for generations and and i really don't think there's a precedent for it across the country at this level of uh collaboration. So uh, a thanks to the uh, to the city for their leadership and, and, uh, and a thanks uh, to you and to your uh, fellow members for the consideration of this opportunity. Excellent, excellent. Um, I noticed uh, Mr. Beydoun, uh, is there anything that you would like to comment at all on this? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Just here to answer any questions the uh, the panel may have, sir. Okay. Does anybody? Do you have? Man, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I would say your last name if I knew it. I'm sorry. Please identify yourself for the record. Chair, uh, Megan Elliott. Press the button. Oh. Thank you. To the chair, Megan Elliott, Deputy CFO for Development and Grants. Also here to answer any questions you may have for me. Um, but if given the opportunity, I would say um, to echo Mr. Collins' comments that this is extraordinarily. <laughs> Um, transformational in its ability to both use the funds we have available now for capital construction and build out a strategy for long-term care, which is not an opportunity that we often um, get to make sure that this is taken care of um, in perpetuity. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Now I'll move on to questions to the members. Does anybody, any members have any questions? Um, yes, um, Mr. Chair. Chair recognizes Vice Chairwoman Calloway. Um, yes, I'm, I'm really excited about this amazing, uh, amazing project. Um, my only question is, you know, um, children will be using this um, parkway to walk, ride their bikes, be with their family members, their parents. Is there going to be an opportunity for them to maybe stop and read about, you know, Gabriel Richard, information about that individual, why, you know, we're naming that section after him, and then going over to the Uniroyal um, site, what was there before, maybe some pictures of how, what, um, what it looked like before the Greenway came through, just an interactive educational experience instead of just walking through, looking at green space and the water, but actually knowing why that segment was named after that individual or who that individual was, an interactive educational experience as well as an outdoor experience. Do you understand what I'm asking? Kiosk throughout the um, Greenway. 
through the chair. Um, I will um, allow Dara Byrne to speak on that, but I'll just say from the, the Joe Louis Greenway framework planning process, we spent a significant amount of time talking about that, talking about cultural memory and the importance of finding spaces to remember different times in our, our city's history and how we can celebrate them. So um, I know that that's a big part of, of the strategy moving forward. Um, Dara, do you wanna to speak to that further? Absolutely, thank you, through the chair. Um, we agree. Uh, Council Member Callaway, we think it is really important to connect the Greenway to the history and the stories within the neighborhoods that the Julius Greenway will be passing through. We have a pilot project actually um, starting um, right now where we are gathering um, community stories uh, within the first phase of the, the project in the Midwest area. And we will be piloting this. There will be neighborhood signs telling the stories um, of key members of the community and key stories within that community to really tie um, the community to the Greenway and tie the Greenway to the community. So we are um, definitely looking for expanding that throughout the Greenway. Um, and uh, we think that it is really important um, so that people can learn and understand where they are as they're passing through the Greenway. Yeah. I don't know if the Riverfront Conservancy would like to talk about some of their efforts in um, along the green or along the river block as well. Sure, just briefly, uh, this is a topic that's dear to our hearts as well. Um, and as part of our 20th anniversary celebration, we will be installing opportunities uh, just similar to those as described by Councilmember Callaway. So appreciate the question. You will see some uh, of those interpretive learning opportunities along the riverfront this year. Uh, isn't that, I'm just, just kind of cut in a little bit, but I just think that's a great opportunity for a partnership as well with DPS and uh, Detroit Public Library as well. And I think it's the historical society as well to kind of teach those histories and have that. I think that's a great opportunity for a partnership. So I just wanted to give that two cents in. Um, do you have any question, other questions? Yeah, on the slide that's on, on the screen now, um, that's slide number 44. And that's the street that I grew up on. That's Greenlawn at Fullerton. And um, on Greenlawn, when the race riot um, um, broke out, I remember seeing tanks um, driving down my street on Greenlawn, and I remember my um, neighbor being um, shot and killed during the riot. So that whole area right there where we're standing on that slide was part of um, the race riots in the city of Detroit. Thank you, Mr. Chair, and that don't have any other questions. All right, Member Benson, you got any questions? Anything you want to ask? Uh, my question is, first of all, I just want to say thank you, everybody. Excellent presentation. I just had a question uh, really quickly involving um, the utero site. And I just want to know, um, is there going to be any sort of environmental uh, excavation at all or uh, any sort of remediation for that area? Because I know a lot of times when they want to develop that area, the reason why they couldn't was because of the toxicity in the ground. And so I just want to know if we're building out there, has there been any sort of real um, provisions that take place to kind of mitigate that? Um, Council Chair, what I will say is that um, as far as the actual site, um, that is a city of Detroit, um, you know, development site. Um, and so we were not involved in the remediation that took place. However, about a third of the site was remediated by DTE a few years ago. So the most western portion of that site uh, was remediated about five years ago or so. Um, and then the, the middle section, there was some, some minor um, remediation done. And then the most eastern third, um, there was no uh, remediation done there. And we didn't have to do any 
um, remediation um, as far as the river walk portion of it. Um, SDTE did a majority of that work uh, for us, um, you know, a few years ago. So as far as you're concerned, in terms of where you're building the riverfront at, we're good. We are good to go. We're good to go. I, that, that, that's just all we'll I wanted. To know. Okay. In, yeah, we'll be open in the late summer of this year. All right, so I'm not going to hear no stories about anybody and toxicity and things of that nature, right? Not at all. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm trying that's what I That's what I like to hear. All right. Uh, Chair recognizes Vice Chairwoman Callaway. Just my just my last comment. Where we um, I'm I'm on slide 38, Uniroyal, um, the Uniroyal site of the Greenway. Do we know where our Uniroyal tire is? I remember that as a little girl. Do we know where that big tire is? Because it would be so incredible if that big tire was sitting right there, where this Greenway section is and just have a little bit of history about the, um, the tire. A lot of folks in this room don't know anything about what I'm talking about, but um, I certainly have fond, member, fond memories of entering Detroit and seeing that tire. So do we know where that tire is? I, I believe it's Does anybody know what I'm talking about? That's, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I, I believe the tire's on See, 94. look at this. Don't you all remember it's that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's on 94. It's on 94. Yeah, Lance is yeah. on the freeway. Well, I, so, yeah. do we own that? I didn't know that's a replica. Is it a replica? No. Do we own no, that? If we, could, if we could recreate that in some type of way, Mr. Chair, I just remember it as a little girl, knowing that, okay, we're leaving Chicago. Now we're entering Michigan. I remember it, it being on 94, but where did it originate? Did it originate over here or did it originate? I don't think it was on that freeway, but it would be wonderful if we could recreate something, not as large or massive, but something, just a small replica and um, just kind of tie it to 94 and where it sits now. But that would be amazing if, Mr. Dick, if you can think about that, and Ms. And Ms. Barnes, I think, Dara, if we can think about re replicating that Uniroyal tire and maybe having it somewhere with a little bit of history for children who don't even know anything I'm talking, and some of the adults in this room don't know what I'm talking about. But it was an amazing experience as a kid. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I want to play the tire. <laughs> Even before the tire, there was a massive stove out there. It used to be a stove um, building place first. And so there was a massive stove out there uh, as a display. So we'll find something fun to do there for sure. Sound like another project. Sound like another line item we got to go through. So uh, thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate you. Excellent presentation. Thank you so much. And I want to thank everybody in the audience for showing up as well. Excellent presentation. I, I definitely learned a lot listening from you as well. So thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Chair recognizing Member Benson. Before they depart, can I just quickly talk about the economic uh, spinoff and what kind of economic impact this will have in the city of Detroit and on property owners who surround the Greenway? Dar, you want to take that talk about the planning study the planning belt was doing? Yeah, I mean, the our, yes, through the chair, uh, Council Member Benson, um, the Jolis Greenway Framework Plan um, had high level, you know, anticipated economic impact for the Greenway, both in terms of the impact to communities for housing, for um, commercial, for retail, and all of the, that potential. Um, but as this progress, this project has progressed, we are, the city is launching um, a neighborhood planning study, which will get much more detailed about the economic opportunity and the economic impact of this greenway. Um, that is being led by the planning and development department. And I think we'll be able to uh, provide much more detailed information um, because each segment of the Jolis Greenway, as you know, runs through um, diverse land uses, diverse neighborhoods. So it's gonna have different impact depending on the community. If it's an industrial community, what's the impact 
for the, the business development versus a residential community, it's going to have um, impact on the, the residential and the adjacent homes um, and potential retail. So I think that neighborhood planning study is going to provide much more detailed economic impact data in terms of what we anticipate. And then as we go, as the project is developed, we'll be tracking very closely um, the impact. Christina showed some pictures and we heard from residents today um, that they're seeing impact already in terms of people um, investing in their the homes that they own. Um, and that's you know great stories, but we're really working to track the data so that we're able to report back to you as the project progresses. And then I know that the Riverfront Conservancy has great numbers in terms of their economic impact um, as well. Thank you. So uh, in the 20 years that the Riverfront has been uh, transformed with, uh, with our partnerships, uh, we've seen over $2 billion uh, invested um, from Jefferson South and from the Renaissance Center over towards Belle Isle. Um, so it's a tremendous source of uh, economic activity, tremendous number of jobs, and it's been a tremendous engine for taxes for the city of Detroit as well. Um, that's something that we track uh, and something that we're very excited about in terms of this being a, a source of strength for the city moving forward. Mr. Wallace, could you repeat that number, the investment amount? Yes, uh, over $2 billion in the With past 20 years. With the B. Correct. All right, thank you. Ms. Elliott, did you have something you wanted to say to this or a previous question? I, 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 you raised your hand. Oh, to the chair, no. Oh, okay. I just, I just want to make sure. Okay. Uh, Member Benson, you got anything else? That's it. Thank you. Vice Chairwoman. All right. Uh, Mr. Cullen, Chairman, I want to say thank you for coming. Mr. Dick, everybody, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I learned a lot. Appreciate this excellent presentation. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, uh, Dr. Powers. Yes, sir. Dr. Powers, this is um, I'm, I, I, I need to make a motion to uh, move this to formal session, right? Is it, or do that's I make correct, a motion sir. to? I just want to make, sure make sure I made the proper. That's the proper motion, not just to file it, right? No, it has to be approved, sir. I, I just want to make sure. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Thank you. So, with that you being welcome. said, uh, is there a motion <laughs> to move line item six point three to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, line on 6.3 will be moved on to formal session to be put onto new business. Moving on to member reports, the chair recognizes Vice Chairwoman Calloway. No report at this time. Excellent. Chair recognizes Member Benson. No report. All right. Negative report from. Chairman Young, with that being said, is there a motion to adjourn Neighborhood and Community Services Standing Committee? Motion. A motion has been made. Hearing no objections. This committee is now adjourned. All right.